Welcome to the DMV's very own Table for Four podcast, where we are the DMV's voice for all. So sit back, relax, and be entertained. What's going on, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Table for Four Podcast. I am your main host, Daniel. Today, I am doing the show solo dolo. Today, it's February 17th, 2021. Just want to give a quick shout out to everybody who listened to yesterday's episode. I uh, just want to thank my man, Suave, for jumping on uh, yesterday as well and uh, talking about Quincy Jones and the impact that he's had on the the music industry as well as the entertainment side of things and you know just want to say thank you to him and uh big ups to him he didn't have to jump on it but you know glad he did and uh hopefully it was educational to everybody who um you know gave it a listen so moving on uh, as i said today is february 17th we have an another musical uh not guest, but another musical uh, person of importance to talk about within the African-American community and, you know, talk about his contributions to music and how it was a very positive, uh, uh, positive thing on the community, as well as troubles and trials, you know, trials and tribulations that he had to go through. You know, while he got famous and everything like that. Um, also, coming in at number 12, we have our black cinema uh, movies to check out as well. So, stay tuned to uh, towards the end of the podcast for that. And just jumping right on into it, um, you know, this person is uh, a jazz player. Uh, he was born May 26th. 1926 and he died September 26 1991 mm. and this person is uh, Miles Davis actually uh, Miles Davis was actually born Miles Dewey Davis the uh, third on May 26 1926 in Alton Illinois you know Miles Davis grew up in a supportive middle-class household uh, where his father was the one who introduced him to the trumpet at age 13. Uh, he was he was a quick learner. Uh, he picked up on the trumpet quickly. Uh, he was uh, influenced by Louis uh, Armstrong. Uh, that's where he mostly got his original style from. Um, and at the age of 17, throughout high school, Davis played you know professionally. Uh, you know, all throughout high school. And with his father's permission in 1944, uh, Davis left for New York City, where he was soon enrolled to the school of uh, Juilliard. Uh, for you guys who do not know, but um, who are stuck underneath a rock, uh, Juilliard is a musical uh, institute of art uh, where they teach all types of form for uh, forms of uh, music and art and everything like that uh, you might have seen it uh, and um, what's that movie save the last dance uh, and stuff like that so 
he he got accepted he got accepted into Juilliard and while in while go, attending Juilliard he and a couple of his classmates would actually go out of out of out of town out on the town excuse me and play at Harlem nightclubs uh, during these times of playing at the nightclubs Davis would meet several other musicians who would help uh play with him later on uh down the road who would help him form uh the style of bebop uh it's a fast style of jazz that is that really defined the modern era of jazz um in 1945 1945 davis uh Elected uh, with his father's permission, uh, he dropped out of Juilliard and became a full-time jazz musician. Um, a member, he was a member of the Charlie Parker Quintet at the time. Davis made his first recording as a band leader in 1946 with the Miles Davis Sextant. Uh, in 1945 and 1948. Uh, Parker and Davis always recorded, uh, you know, any chance they got. And they start. And while he was recording, he started working on this new style of sound that he started to develop and was trying to uh, perfect. And so, which he was, which he did. And he released uh, a series of singles uh, that will later be considered. Uh, a major contribution to the modern jazz uh, at that time, and he—I believe—he signed with Columbia Records uh, right before that. That's why he released—he released a lot of records underneath through them um, throughout his career. And unfortunately, in the uh, early 1950s, uh, Miles Davis became addicted to heroin. But he was still able to record many of his albums and records, although it was difficult for the musician, you know, for him to perform. Uh, a lot of his um, shows were or unorganized and just very sloppy and disor disorganized, uh, and it just wasn't a good look for him. Um, but he overcame his addiction in 1954. Uh, and that's around the same time he got a deal with Columbia Records. Uh, so, as I said before, you know, after this, after he overcame his addiction, he got a deal with Columbia Records. Um, Davis recorded several albums during uh, this time from Porgy and Bess is one of the albums he is called. And another album he released is Kind of Blues. Uh, which is considered to be one of the greatest jazz albums to re be recorded. And it is credited as the largest selling jazz album of all time. It sold more than 2 million copies. Uh, that is ridiculous to think about that this man sold 2 million copies um, off of jazz. Uh, that's just mind-blowing to think, of, think about. I know... It, like nowadays artists don't even make cds like that they're they're all streamers and soundcloud rappers and all that good shit um some bad shit but you know just actually selling two million hard copies is 
uh, especially during that time, is a very good accomplishment. Um, so big ups to uh, Miles Davis. Uh, so Davis continued to be successful in the 1960s. He and his band that he had at the time uh, adapted to the changes of music and, you know, and continue to put their own style on it. So even though jazz was, I don't want to say becoming less popular, but there was other forms of music coming out, they adapted to it. Uh, or he, uh, or him and his band at least tried to adapt to it. Um, and, you know, they just wanted to continue to be successful, and which any artist should want to do. Um, just always looking to improve themselves. Just don't stay in one lane try to venture out if you fail oh well pick yourself up try again uh you know but i give big ups for you know miles davis for actually trying other lanes of music uh and actually he you know the development of jazz fusion was influenced uh by artists such as Jimi hendrix and sly and the family stone uh reflecting the fusion uh of jazz and rock so the album Bitches Brew uh, was recorded a few weeks after the 1969 Woodstock Music Festival. Um, and if you don't know what Woodstock is, it's this big, big party outside and just a lot of drugs. And it just sounds so much fun. I wish I was able to attend at that time. It just sounds like a very peacetime uh, and having fun outdoors and listening to good music. Uh, but unfortunately, in 1975, Davis was once again uh, back on drugs. Uh, and this time it was alcohol and cocaine. Uh, he took a five-year hiatus from his music because of this addiction. But he would soon overcome uh, this addiction again um, with the help of Cicely Tyson, um, I had no idea that if you know Cicely Tyson, uh, you've seen many of the Tyler Perry movies, uh, you know, she's in it and she plays kind of like the, the, the grandma figure, um, in these movies and she recently just passed away. Uh, she was actually married to Miles Davis and I had no idea, um, so I, I found that to be very shocking and just just very like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. Like, a, oh, oh, shit moment. And uh, so, yeah, Cicely Tyson helped Miles Davis overcome his addiction and they got married. Um, he was soon after that, he was released more albums, but they weren't uh, received well by the critics. You know, they still, he still sold them. They still made, you know, they still sold copies of them, but they just weren't like his other records that he was, um, he produced before and he put out before. So Davis always, uh, he always was experimenting with his style of music and, you know, he was a trumpet player. So he tried to blend his music with, uh, a Michael Jackson song, um, and just any other song that was popular at the time. He just wanted to be, uh, different and like, Hey, jazz isn't dead. Uh, I can do this and this. If you like this style, try to listen to a jazz type of upbeat way that, he, he's come up with the bebop way. Um, 
So, but Davis would reinvent himself again in 1986 with the release of Tutu. Uh, he would go on to win a Grammy for this. Uh, and they, in 1990, uh, Miles Davis received a Lifetime Achievement Award. And in 1991, he played with Quincy Jones at the Jazz Festival on September uh, and excuse me, he would go on and, and play at the Jazz Festival with Quincy Jones, and they did all of uh, their old rec uh, Miles Davis's old records as well, and you know everything like that. And you know they actually recorded that and made it into an album, which would later actually go on to win a Grammy uh, in 1993, I believe. But unfortunately, Davis was not able to receive that Grammy. Uh, he uh, succumbed to pneumonia and respiratory failure, dying at the age of 65. Um, so just, you know, big ups to him and, you know, everything that he's done for music. You know, he just try, he always was adapting to change and trying to try something new and was never scared of what people said or thought about you know all his music and everything like that he just wanted to just hey don't give up on jazz type of deal and i'm now curious i'm not gonna lie i haven't listened and i'm sure i've heard some of his stuff but i'm actually now gonna actually go out and actively seek to listen to his music now because I, i'm very curious of his style of uh the bebop style uh, that he he uh, made up and invented, uh, but once again, cheers to Miles Davis. I salute you. And uh, we're moving on to uh, number twelve on the Black Cinema Movies list to go check out. And coming in at number twelve is this movie. It came out in nineteen ninety five, um, and it stars a couple of uh people that you should know it has whitney houston whitney houston angela bassett uh loretta divine and uh a bunch of other people <laughs> but everybody knows this movie because of angela bassett whitney houston and um it's just a good movie. So basically, this movie is about four friends. Uh, it's actually it's based on a novel by Terry McMillan's. Uh, you know, it follows four. The book follows four very different African American women and their relationships with the male gender. Um, I was hip to this movie because my mom would always watch this, and you know, I I, I never. I never understood it I was when I was a little kid because it came out in 95. But as I got older and I actually sat down and watched it, um, it's actually a pretty good, pretty good movie. Uh, and, you know, it has a good, a good story behind it as well. So I'll go ahead and read you the, uh, the storyline. And I'm sorry about my dog in the background if you can hear her. Um, there she goes again. Um, so the storyline... The storyline is, the story is based on the best-selling novel by Terry McMillan. It follows the, the lives of four African-American women as they try to deal with their very lives. Mm -hmm. Friendship becomes the strongest bond between these women uh, 
as men, careers, and families take them in different directions. Often lighthearted, this movie speaks about some of the problems and struggles uh, the modern women faces in today's world. Um, I mean, I still think the movie relates today as well. Um, you know, it, I know it was in 1995, but, you know, there's still some, uh, I'm sure some of the females out there can, can relate to the four, like, four of the characters that, you know, this movie portrays and everything. So, but it's a good movie. Check it out. Coming in number 12, I said, Waiting to Exhale. Um, it's a good movie. So I definitely highly, uh, recommend that you go check it out. And uh, just to wrap everything up, today we talked about Miles Davis. Um, and uh, what a great uh, jazz player he was. He was born uh, May 26, 1926, and he died September 26, 1991. So big ups to him and everything that he did with the trumpet and the invention of uh, bebop and everything. So just continue to say thank you uh, to all the African-Americans that played a uh, major influence in uh, music uh, that we have nowadays and you know everything like that and just thank you guys for listening i will be posting every single day as i said before um until february 28th uh so just thank you for tuning in i'll see y'all tomorrow peace